We have to save the whales! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Game On, a podcast about video games and nerd culture from a queer perspective. My name is Mark Waters and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello, how are you all? And our third co-host, Stephen. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> now we know it's a really gay show. <laughs> girl. <laughs> I saw your, the white under your skirt. Let me tell you. You know, that, that used to be a, like if you were to go into a store... Um, you know, retail store or something, and and if the guy that was serving you knew that he was a that you were gay and he was gay, it used to be called you know show show your slip. I tried to show your him my slip. slip. Yeah, what does that mean? It means you know it's kind of like another euphemism for like friend of Dorothy or you know just show him you know oh. I got there's a little girl under me or something like that. I mean oh. we're talking like oh like yeah this is skirt. like this I was learned... in the days where you had to like tap on the bathroom <laughs> floor and <laughs> right before. Internet and grinder and <laughs> right. scruff, flash uh, colors. <laughs> but he was an old, an old. Uh, well, I don't want as, at forty-one. I don't want to start slinging around the word old because <laughs> my old is different from other people's old. He was an older queen that had been in the game for about a hundred years longer than me. <laughs> Not to be ageist. <laughs> well, we are recording on Valentine's Day, and I think that we have some very interesting topics. First of all. We want to go around the table, and uh, we're all drinking again, which makes for a great show. Cheers. Cheers. We're drinking uh, red drinks, because grenadine makes everything red. <laughs> but it's our signature drink, the, the One Up, which is uh, citron. It's kettle, kettle One. one. Kettle One, <laughs> citron, and Seven Up. up. Right. So there you go. There's a visual. And uh, you can just mix it in whatever proportions you want. We prefer a little more of the one than the other. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we need to talk about what we are currently playing. This time around, I'll go first. Usually okay. I go last, but yep. I have an admission. I've been so busy the last two weeks since our last podcast that I only got around to playing Bioshock 2 this morning and played it for a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. So that's all that I've been playing. Two hours of Bioshock 2. <laughs> Steven, what are you currently playing? Um, well, I just beat Lego Batman 3, mm -hmm. borrowed it from Adam. Mm -hmm. And you had it for what, two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah, we and changed I, the last time we recorded Yeah, it. and I got the platinum, so that's my Yay! <laughs> I popped my platinum cherry. <laughs> <laughs> did it hurt? Oh, so good. <laughs> How much time did it take? Was um, it slow and steady? It was pretty uh, hard and fast. Really hard <laughs> and fast? Yikes. And Adam, what are you playing currently? Um, I started playing Infamous First Light. Which is one of the free games. It was one of the free PlayStation Plus games. So it was actually the uh, DLC episode for Infamous Second Son, which was the full game that came, that came out. I think at the same time the PlayStation. I think it was one of the release for PlayStation Four. Four. Mm -hmm. um, and so, for just real quick, for people who don't mm -hmm. know, again, we're not shills for PlayStation. No, <laughs> but PlayStation Plus is a program that you yeah, pay. there's a, there's an annual fee, mm -hmm. and uh, you have access to I think to the, for each system they release one or two games per month and if you download it in that month then you have it as long as you're a PlayStation Plus member. Okay, so you don't have to actually play it when you download it. No. Okay. So so I go through and I every month I download both of the games and then if I don't like it I delete it and then if in your account it will still say purchase. So mm. it'll still like see that you've 
got the game. Okay. So you can always re-download it if you want to go back and play it later. If you change your mind and it might be a fun game after all. Exactly. Ah. So there's a there's a they usually for PlayStation 4 they usually have one like indie game, one sort of like arcade, a lot of them are kind of retro style, mm-hmm. and then one full like real game and the full game was which wasn't really a full game was this infamous first light which was actually a lot of fun i just finished it at like 2 30 last night <laughs> oh. it was really cool yeah I, I did you play it yeah it was um, fun the the protagonist is fetch who's a girl and i think this takes place before the events of infamous second son i didn't play second son so i'm not sure yeah i falls. didn't i didn't either but from the ending of of this episode seemed to kind of go into Second Son. But her powers were neon powers, quote unquote. But basically that means that she had super speed and could like shoot sort of like light powers and stuff. But what I thought was really cool about it was that it, if there was ever like a cool Flash game to be made, Flash, like the, the Flash, the DC, DC Comics, character, yeah. a lot of the mechanics of her speed powers would, would work really well. And, um, she, you know, she can kind of, when she uses her speed for speed powers, she sort of becomes like a light being, so mm-hmm. she's not fully tangible, so she can go through like fences and balconies and that kind of stuff. Which Flash can do if he's vibrating fast Exactly, enough. and then like she can run up buildings, so you can like jump from building to building, mm-hmm. and you know, there's a lot of cool things, cool mechanics that I think could lead to a cool Flash game. So, if they ever... DC's listening. Yeah, listen DC. <laughs> so, um, she's a sort of a supporting character in, in uh, Infamous... Yes. Second Son. Second Son. And, uh, but this is like her own little spotlight. Exactly. Is this the story before she comes in? I think so. And I I didn't play Second Son. I played the original Infamous on PS3. But uh, this kind of got me interested to check out Second Son. So, mm-hmm. I might look into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the graphics are great. And yeah. Pretty fun gameplay. Mm-hmm. Well... Last uh, time we recorded, I talked a bit, again, about Bioshock 2, because mm-hmm. that's the game that I've <laughs> been <laughs> plugging away at. And uh, a listener got back to me and was a little, um, in a, you know, in a nice way, but he was a little annoyed that I didn't know what Adam and Eve stood for. I mean, I knew what it was in the game, mm-hmm. but I, you know, of course, Adam and Eve are the first man and first woman, um, and he let me know that they revealed the story behind Adam and Eve in Bioshock 1. And so that got me thinking about sequels. Um, for instance, when you loaned me Assassin's Creed, I went straight mm-hmm. into Assassin's Creed 2. Right. I still haven't played the original Assassin's Creed because that was on a different system. Right? Well, it did come out on PS3, but I didn't have it for PS3. And it's really not worth playing because they get most of the backstory in the other games. So when you play a game that has a sequel... How important do you think it is to actually start at the beginning? Because not knowing exactly what Adam and Eve mm-hmm. is or what where the you know why they picked those two names doesn't hinder the gameplay at all. Um, right. You know to play the second one and having started on Assassin's Creed Two, actually that one was a little harder to follow because you come right in on the you know there's that plot line about. True. The space gods that are mimicking as Juno, and which to me is a completely bizarre story. Yeah, and you know they don't really explain any of that well ever in the Assassin's Creed series. You're right, they don't. It's it's just kind of really weird. And the first game doesn't. The only story from at least in the Assassin's Creed series that sort of transfers over is the story of Desmond and I forget the character's name now. That's um, done by Kristen Bell. Mm -hmm. But did she voice the character in the first game too? Yeah, she did. Mm 
But the rest of it is it doesn't really matter too much. They tell you what you need to know mm-hmm. as right. you go through the other stories. Right. And I think your question really depends on the game series. For mm-hmm. example, Mass Effect, which is probably my top favorite game series of all time. Mm-hmm. If you start with Mass Effect 1, you can import your same character from from Mass Effect 1 to 2 to 3. Mm. So the choices you make in Mass Effect 1 can carry all the way over to Mass Effect 3. So in that one, I would recommend, if anyone is interested in playing Mass Effect, just get, they sell it like a Mass Effect you know, edition with all three games together. Get it. It's awesome. You can play through the whole thing. The story does transfer over. You know, the characters go from one game to the other. But for something like Far Cry, for example, mm-hmm. there's no really story carryover. It's just like a thematic or like Final Fantasy is sort of the same way. The, each story is its own, or each game is its own self-contained story, even though there are like thematic uh, similarities between them. The story doesn't matter from one game to the next. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'd have to do the research before <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> actually deciding on the game. And I think with Bioshock, uh, Bioshock 1 and 2, I think, do sort of carry over one to the next. But then mm-hmm. Bioshock Infinite, I think, is sort of its own separate story that's sort of outside of the Bioshock 1 and 2 world realm. They might be in the same world, but I don't think any of the characters carry over. Yeah, it's, I think it's a different time period or something. It's either before or way after. Mm-hmm. They really went forward with the steampunk theme in, in Bioshock Infinite, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's a new area, I think. It's, yeah, you're in Colombia and you're in like the sky, it's a sky world, whereas right. the Bioshock one and two are under underwater. It's like real Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're going to start our topic with mobile games. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Big money, big money. At a dollar a pop. Or two. Depending on if you want ads or not. <laughs> right. Have you ever purchased a game so that you wouldn't have to look at the ads? Uh, yes. Yeah. Have you? Well, and I think we should clarify, we're talking about mobile games, mostly on your phone or your iPad. Like right. A downloadable app. Not necessarily, you know, Tetris on your Game Boy. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about the three, the top three games that we're playing on our phones. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stephen, why don't you start with this one? Um, my first one is uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest. Oh. You're which still is, playing that one. Which is the devil. <laughs> Um, I, I'm actually taking a big break on it. Like, I just look at it like, not today, bitch. That's how I feel. Because I was trying to play that for a long time. Who's the... DS3 is the publisher on that. DS3. Or D3, D3 Publishing or something. And uh, Demiverge. Oh, right. I don't know which one is... Probably both together. That game is the devil. Yeah, it, it is. really is. There's an, I cannot think of another game that got me so mad. <laughs> at the, I mean, it cheats. Yeah, and it fucking cheats. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all it is, it's like bejeweled with but if you if you save up enough particular colors or you match enough particular colors, you charge up your powers and you can use those powers with Marvel superheroes. And each hero most heroes have 3 powers and you increase uh, the level of power by the number of covers that you collect. Right. Okay. But the thing is, when you get the covers, it's really random. You never really know if they're going to get that cover or not. Well, sometimes you go a long time without getting that same cover. I know. Well, in like each character could have like a different variety of covers, right? Yeah. Like you can have Yelena Belova Black Widow, and then the Natasha Romanoff Black Widow, and not and... just and not just the Natasha Romanoff, but the black outfit <laughs> and the gray outfit, which the gray outfit is technically more powerful than her modern black oh outfit. My God. 
Because you start out with Iron Man, Hawkeye, and the Black Widow. Uh-huh. And they're like level one star characters. Right. They go to level three, but there's a, there's like two or three there at level four. And there's multiple, there's like two Iron Man suits. Yeah. Um, there's like Spider-Man with the bag on his head. Yeah. Ugh. But dumb. I always deleted those. Just, I, any of the Spider-Man characters had to be that. They have four-star characters, like the Invisible Woman. Like, mm-hmm. she was one of the first four-star characters that they have. Useless. Nick Fury, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nick Fury was a good one. Yeah, I, I got X-Force Wolverine multiple times, mm-hmm. but he's not as strong as my Wolverine with eye patch. I, oh, Patch. <laughs> yeah, Patch is a good one. Mm-hmm. That is the only app that I've ever actually sent emails in to say, <laughs> you motherfuckers, you fucking cheats. I just I got so mad. Now is that, that is that a play for pay for play one too? Can you pay to get like extra covers or that no, kind of stuff? okay? You could pay to get like extra coins, and then you could buy stuff. And then when you buy stuff, that's random, so you never know what you're gonna get. Oh, right, so you lame. can't buy specific covers. You can buy more coins, and they're like you. Uh, there's different levels. So if you pay five bucks, you get uh, you know two hundred coins or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can spend. Up to $100. And get shit. <laughs> right. Because when you actually spend those coins on the covers, mm-hmm. they're random. Yeah. So you could get a bunch of repeats. You now could, you could can keep sell... Baghead Spider-Man over and over oh, and over. <laughs> you can sell those covers for um, the crystals that they use in the game. Yeah. Which you used to... Like, ISO 8 or something. Yeah. Which gives you more power for that cover or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that game... Uh, I was playing it. I got really hooked when they had the Deadpool. Oh, right. That mm-hmm. was really fun. The but Deadpool then, special edition yeah. game. That was but, funny. But then they came out with a, a new app called Marvel Contest of Champions, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a fighting game. It's still kind of random, like Puzzle Quest, where it kind of pisses you off that you don't get what you want. But it, the gameplay is funner and there's more characters. And so this is the second mobile game that you're playing. Yeah. I'm sensing a pattern yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> which I, I was like, this is really cool, this is cool, but I think my favorite mobile game is uh-huh. the Injustice mobile version. Oh, oh cool. Uh, which who, And who produces that? Uh, the same people who make the regular Injustice. Oh, so NetherRealm so Studios. NetherRealm and then WB Games. Yeah, so they made, okay. they made a mobile version, which is free. You could pay to get more points, but... This game, you don't even need to pay for anything. You could, if you could play the game and figure it out, then you can earn that money in the game. <laughs> and then, if you earn that money, you could buy whatever character that you want. So they have a whole store of like every character's unlocked. And... Is that hmm. a game that's more fun? Do you think on an iPad or is it more fun on the mobile? Because I'm afraid of playing a game like that that takes up a bunch of room. It um, on your phone. You yeah. Mean, yeah. Well, on my Android, um, my Galaxy plays great. Uh, if it was an iPhone, I thought it was kind of tiny. Or old iPhones are tiny. Oh, I see. Are we size queens about the screen? <laughs> the screen, like, like it, uh, I played it on an iPad. It was great on an iPad. And then it was great on my Android. But I played it on someone's iPhone. I'm like, this is too small. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sit. I'm like, oh. Ew. Ew. Right? What is this? <laughs> uh, but that game uh, is great. And they're still updating it. Like, they're, they're adding new characters that weren't even in the the console version of Injustice. That's, a, that's one of the great things about these especially if you're a comic book fan with these mobile games. Yeah. Like when they introduced Ms. Marvel, or pardon me, Captain Marvel, <laughs> into the um, Marvel Puzzle Quest, they introduced her with her new costume, which mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of. 
But and so that was a three star character. Mm-hmm. Then they introduced a two star character, which is technically less powerful, but it was her black outfit with the perp, with yeah, the with red the sash and yep. the longer and that is my favorite. That's yeah. my favorite. That's the Ms. Marvel. I love yes. that outfit. And I <laughs> wish that had been the three star one. I would have been all over that. When the three star Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel came out, I was like, meh. You know, this outfit's kind of mm-hmm. ugly, I don't really care. Yeah. I'm you know? all about the, the two star storm from the the classic 80s. Oh, sure. In the white 80s. outfit. Yeah. Is it the Mohawk? No. no. Mohawk was their three-star. Three-star one. But it's like the the old Mohawk one, not the new Mohawk one. Because she has the Mohawk yeah, right, now right. with her crazy Matrix outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's so retro. <laughs> Marvel's already repeating themselves, huh? God. Okay, so those are your three. To, to review uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest, yeah. Marvel Contest of Champions, and then DC's Injustice. Justice. I like that they're introducing new characters for DC Injustice. Yeah. And that makes me want to play the game more. And what was great about that is like whatever you do in the mobile one would mm-hmm. unlock stuff in the console one and then vice versa. Really? So like there was a way like if you For Injustice? Yeah, if in the mobile game, if you got a Batman character, you unlocked Batman Beyond in the console version. Oh. How does it know how do it know? Um you sign into like the WB Thing, and oh. it like links them both together. So when you like link them both together, like you'll get a Green Lantern New Fifty Two right away. Holy moly! And then there's like there's like five outfits kind of like playing play the mobile one. Oh, that sounds. All right, I'm more inclined to get because some... they have the they have the game of the year edition for Injustice mm-hmm. where you can you know you automatically get the DLC. Yeah, that's already in there if you get that one. But if you did like the when it first came out, it was really cool because you're like I got special stuff I got. Oh. <laughs> These Game of the Year editions. Okay, Adam, what mobile games are you playing? Well, the mobile game that I play, what should I call my shitter game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and why do you call it that? I think we can all the imagine. the you play in the toilet, of yes, course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> is No Judgment's Frozen Freefall. Oh, that's a crappy game. It's... Explain. The Disney's Frozen version of Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> then why not just pick Candy Crush? So, I started playing Candy Crush, and I... I enjoyed it. The, it's fun. The concept is fun. It's simple, but, you know, it gets very challenging, and you have to, like, kind of rack your brain to solve a level. But when you started having to, like, ask your friends to, like, get to the next section, I was like, not nah, done, delete, over. Right. And never played it again, and I found this Frozen version, um, which is really fun. <laughs> you get a, There's a lot of cool different things. You Each character from the Frozen movie has, like, a different, like, Power up that you can use if you you know you have like a finite ver- power ups for each character of course, uh-huh. but you know you can like melt the things but you have to like instead of like del- you know uh, getting rid of the jelly or the whatever it is in Candy Crush uh-huh. it's like ice crystals and uh-huh. you know, oh ice okay. all right so um, so any prejudice I have against the game I should just let it go it's just like you Marvel. should <laughs> just let it go let it go. <laughs> That'll be two dollars. Yeah, <laughs> we have to pay. Thank you, Adele Dazim. <laughs> it's also just like Marvel Puzzle Quest. Yeah, so it's that right same with power play. ups. But it sounds <laughs> yeah. now are there in app purchases like with Marvel Puzzle Quest? There aren't. Oh, I so it's a think. fun game. Thank yeah. you, Disney. <laughs> there is sort of that. You know, you can. I think you can buy more of the power ups and stuff. But I, I prefer to just play a level and beat it without power ups if I can. Yes, and you get like five. You get like five lives per time. Once you die five times, then, you know, it, it's the same thing I think as Candy Crush where after like 
you get a new life after every like 30 minutes or something. Oh, okay. so then so you, you get five. your five lives again after like, you know, two and a half hours. Well, good. That actually, I think that's a really healthy limitation yes. on the game. So you're not sitting there taking a shit. For, yeah. <laughs> Getting you know, hemorrhoids. Half an hour. <laughs> fucking frozen. <laughs> Let that be your lesson of the day, kids. If you sit on the toilet too long, you're going to get hemorrhoids. <laughs> or icy poops. Right. Thanks. Icy poops. Icy poops. Oh, <laughs> the direction this show has taken. Okay, what's your uh, second game? Let's change the subject. Um, well, the other game that I play consistently is called Seven Little Words. It's just a stupid word game. It takes It's sort of like a daily crossword, but much easier. That They have, and to be honest, I don't know who publishes it, but you can find it by searching Seven Little Words in the App Store. You get um, fractions of words, and it gives you a clue, and then you have to put together the fractions of words to spell the specific word that they're asking for mm. so it's sort of like process of elimination where like if you don't know what the clue is then you if you get all the other ones then you can figure it out based on what's left sounds like a riddler puzzle it is it's it's <laughs> it's pretty simple but you know it's one of those ones to kind of like keep your brain sharp and learn new words and that sort of thing that's cool all right what's it and uh they they have like a new free puzzle every day you can get but oh. you can like buy packs of like tons of puzzles and stuff but i don't buy any of them i just play one a day and that's like right. enough and then my that should be your poo game it is but then I'm done and I'm like well now what so then I play Frozen oh my god the shits you must that take that only takes about a minute or two per day oh my god it's like bringing in the New York Times exactly <laughs> shit alright what's your third so game so the third game which I haven't played recently is Plants vs. Zombies mm. this is a great game I don't know if anyone uh, any of you guys have played it before? It's, I a, have not. it's a, it's a, basically a tower defense game. So you have, um, and the actually the, the game I play is Plants vs Zombies Two. Ah, Plants vs Zombies I think is still ninety nine cents. But you, do you which have I to never play, bought? Do you have, so you don't have to buy the first oh, one yeah, to the enjoy the second are one. So intertwining. <laughs> <clears throat> but I, but Plants vs Zombies Two is free. But with, you know, the freemium, you know, you can buy, like, extra plants or power-ups or crystals or whatever. Uh, um, which I haven't bought any. I just do it all. For, I play free only. But um, you have wave, you know, waves of zombies that come, and there are five rows. It's basically, you know, sort of gridded out like a chessboard. Mm. You have five rows of zombies that come to try to, like, eat your brains at your house on the other end. And then you plant your plants in the grid to and each plant has a different power so like the sunflowers you need sun to to purchase a plant the sunflowers you buy and they give you more sun no oh. and then you have offensive plants that will like shoot the pea shooters shoot peas <laughs> there are um snapdragons that like shoot fire oh. there are you know, ice plants, and there are all sorts of different things. You have walnuts that are, like, your defensive plants, so when the zombies get to the walnut, they can, like, take a lot of damage, while your offensive plants behind your walnuts are trying to kill the zombies. And is this move by move that you, you keep them from marching, or do you have to set everything up in advance? Everything is on a timer, so it's all in, like, real time. It's not turn-based or anything. So as the zombies are coming, once you buy one plant, it has to kind of recharge before you can buy another one. Plus, then each sunflower will give you a, a sun every, you know, 30 seconds or so. So, depending on how much sun you have depends on what plants you can buy. Because if the plant is more powerful, then it costs more sun. And you have to kind of wait to get enough sun before you can buy it. So, it's all about sort of time. Oh and then when these huge waves of zombies are coming at you, it can get really challenging. So, you really, some of the levels, you really have to put a strategy together, like, right, right away. 
the cool thing about Plants vs. Zombies 2 is that when it was first released, they had maybe like three worlds, and they call it, um, call it It's you... About Time. That's what, that's what it's called. It's About Time? And so each level is like a different era in history. So there's oh. like a pyramid level, there's like an old west level, there's a future <laughs> level, there's okay. like a medieval level... There's um, now the newest one, I think the newest one, I haven't played it for a few weeks, is like a beach level. Well, now you have and to. It is freaking hard. Every <laughs> can, every new level that they've come with has been more challenging than the last, and I have not been able to finish these last ones. They've been so difficult. Well, where are you playing them? I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> Plants vs. Zombies, I don't play on the chair. It's that not a like shitter a long game. game. I know. It is. It's too, it's too much for the shitter. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so the three mobile games that I'm playing, the, the game that I always go to, and it, you have to play it, well, you don't have to, but I play it every day, is the Family Guy game that's done by TinyCo mm-hmm. and Fox Digital uh, Media. Mm-hmm. So I used to play Simpsons, which is exactly the same. Now, this is the kind of game that they made fun of on South Park, if you saw it, (laughs) where you, you know, you can, it's a freemium game where you have clams, because, you know, Family Guy takes place in Rhode Island, and on Family Guy, or on uh, Simpsons, you bought donuts, you know, and you can buy them by the truckload or by the box, depending on how much you want to spend, and um, I, the Simpsons game was starting to slow down my phone after a while. Yeah. And I realized that I had spent over <laughs> over $20 on a freemium game. So as my <laughs> ex-boyfriend would say, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, you know, that does kind of hit you after a while. I think the last purchase I made was um, when you and I were, Adam, when you and I were in San Francisco. Uh-huh. I bought Sherry and Terry, the twins, yes. because I'm a twin, uh-huh. and in my booze haze from the next morning after going out drinking I was like I really want to get those twins I'm a twin I need them in my life I need them in my life and I'm sure I've still got donuts you know if I were to log back in that that is one of the nice features is that they hold your information somewhere so anytime mm-hmm. I ever want to download Simpsons again all I have to do is provide my login right. and I just sort of pick up the game where I left off which is kind of cool so when they started launching the Family Guy game, I downloaded that and I started playing it. Gameplay was very similar to mm-hmm. Simpsons. Tapped out. Yeah, uh, tapped out. Mm-hmm. But the jokes were dirtier, which is one of the things <laughs> that I like about Family Guy. Is right. that you know, and so I've ju- I just kept playing, and that's the first game I usually go to. Now they're right now they're doing a Valentine's Day event where uh, I forgot that Quagmire's father was a transsexual. So oh, you can yeah. say that the first transsexual has appeared in a mobile game. She dates Brian, the dog. Does this happen in the show? I think it did happen in the show. She went on a date with Brian. But they do discuss the fact that basically she's having sex with the dog. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, transsexuals. Sorry, this is transsexual. like the worst representation in the game ever. We'll find another good one Oh, I got, a, I got a good... <clears throat> you have a good Tra- transsexual? Yeah. Give us the transsexual. In Street Fighter 4, uh, Ultra Street Fighter 4, one of the characters, her name is Poison, and she's pretty much like in short shorts and a, like a tank top, and she's super hot, and then you find out she's trans. All right. <laughs> How do you find yeah. out she's trans? It's in the story. Like She's like, in America, I think she's pre-op, and then in Japan, she's post-op. Wow. So they have like two different ones, like depending on your region. So she started out as a man and became a woman. Mm-hmm. So if she's po- 
One of them she still has a dick, and the other one she got her. Why? Well, I, I know. What <laughs> Why does that even matter for I know, a fighting that's game? What I'm saying, right. that, and how could you tell? I mean, it's not like if she's pre-op in in the American version, then that means that she's got a small cock, probably, or just tied back or something. Does that contribute to her power? Yeah, she's probably got a skimpy outfit, right? She, yeah, it's very wow. skimpy. Wow. There's a lot of I know. There's a lot of straight characters, straight guys that were like, "Oh, she's really hot." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Good job, Capcom." <laughs> yeah. You like those cap? We'll get to that. Yes. Um, the second mobile game that I play is um, one that was in, that I was introduced to recently called Trivia Crack. <laughs> I heard about that one. Tell it's me about by, it. Okay, it's by Eternamax. That's the publisher. Okay. You can play it on on Facebook, and it's structured very similarly to um, uh, Trivial Pursuit, where you've got mm-hmm. six different colors. Each color represents a category, a different category. So they have entertainment, art, history. Um, geography, sports, which I'm horrible at, and science. And this game will tell you if you like. I when I land on sports, it will show me the screen that goes, "Oh, this is your worst category. <laughs> you usually only get sixty six percent of the answers." You know, <laughs> it totally psychs you out. Well, do you remember in the old trivial Trivial Pursuit, the sports category was actually sports and leisure. Right. So it was sports and basically drinks. Right. So you were just crossing, crossing your fingers, your fingers that they you gave you a, a drink. Leisure, right. Oh, I hope I get a leisure question. I hope they ask me the recipe for a drink and well, not... unlike not... Trivial Pursuit, you do get multiple choice. You get four oh, choices. Cool. Good. And so even if you're not sure, you can just sort of take a guess. And mm-hmm. I, I have won games on guesses, I'll admit. You know, educated guesses, because you can eliminate, you know, two or so... Um, but you can play against friends who also have the game on Facebook. Players can submit their own questions as well. So it'll tell you, this question came from so-and-so, you know, so-and-so's oh, email or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then the third game that I play is an old standard for me, Diner Dash. <laughs> <laughs> I used to uh, have a job where I had some downtime, and so I would play Diner Dash on Yahoo Games. Uh-huh. Back when I would never pay for a computer game ever, ever, ever. And, um, you know, it's a relaxing. It's, well, sometimes it's not relaxing because you have to go from table to table, pick up their order, turn the order in, pick up their food, bring them water, to get rid of their dishes, bring them the check, and all this stuff to try and, you know, earn points on, on the mm-hmm. level. Is it like a time management type of game? It is a time management game. And it's good for, you know, if I don't feel like getting violent. <laughs> on a shooter or right. something or if I'm watching Perry Mason or Columbo or something you know as I'm trying to go to bed I'll play this uh-huh. game as well yes I have old man movie <laughs> TV show taste so does anyone in the game like try to dine and dash and just yes them? somebody does there is a character that will eat and he'll leave before you bring in the check and if you tap on him he produces oh, coins I was that say, you can, can slap his ass and... mm, well by tapping on him I suppose <laughs> you kind of do you tap that ass <laughs> <laughs> you don't slap it um, but that is also a freemium game so they have money mm. that you can purchase in there called dinero and um, there are things that you can do to earn dinero like watch you know some games let you watch ads and then you earn right, right. one dinero um, so you watch like five ads in a row mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just keep earning dinero <laughs> I've done that but that is a game I just noticed today while I was doing research for this podcast that there is a version that you can pay $2 for, which is like classic Diner Dash. And I'm actually, mm-hmm. I mean, $2, who cares? You know, I'm thinking about doing it because the freemium portion of the game, again, is annoying as hell. And uh, I would rather just 
play the game to enjoy it, even if I have to pay two bucks, you know? Yeah. The only two bucks you have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. The only two. Because, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll pay extra money for Family Guy to get characters. Like, for Halloween, they had some of the, they had ghosts of some of the characters that had passed away. Uh-huh. Yeah, like Diane, the woman that they did that the on news. Simpsons too. They did that with on Mark Simpsons, Flanders. right? They didn't have Ghost Brian. No, they didn't have Ghost. Br- no, they didn't. But they did introduce the other dog as oh, a character. That I hated took- him. Well, they have both of them in there now. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't crazy about him. Diane, who that was a great episode. She turned. Well, I don't want to give away any spoilers. We can spoil it. If it was over like a month ago, I think we can spoil. A month? Wasn't it like years ago? See, spoil it. She's a killer. <laughs> She's a murderer. In one of the episodes, I don't remember who she killed, but um, one of the other ghosts is Mr. Weed, who's, um, <laughs> he was, uh, he's the gay boss of Peter, when Peter worked for the toy factory, <laughs> and then Peter's father also appears mm. as a ghost, and so. Yeah, I, I played both The Simpsons Tapped Out and The Family Guy game, which is just called The Family Guy game, it doesn't have like a title to The it. Quest for Stuff. Oh, that's right. That's which is right. exactly what it is. Yeah, right. And... <laughs> The thing that made me want to delete them is that I was just, every time I logged in, it was like, oh, time to update to the new version. And then it was like, oh, you don't have enough space. Right. And I was like, fuck you. I'm not playing you ever again. And then you get mad because what, am I going to buy a new phone so right? I can continue playing Simpsons I know, I know. or Family Guy? Fuck that. <clears throat> so I got up through like the Comic-Con era of the Family Guy game and I was like, it's too much. I didn't get George Takai. I'm done. That was, I did get George and he's fun, but there. Who is the girl that they introduced on that? From um, she's an actress. And she oh, was, uh, yeah, fl- um, yeah, Felicia, Felicia Day. Felicia Day. Yep. I didn't know who the fuck she was. I had to look her up. <laughs> Bad geek. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she's a girl. She was on Buffy. She was. Yeah. Oh, that was like her first, like sort of geek, big geek thing, and then of course the league, or not the league, the guilt, the, the guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's on Supernatural every so often. Yeah, she's, she's like kind of a recurring guest. On Here's the thing that I really enjoy about doing this podcast is that we may not know everything that we talk about. Sometimes our minds are going to be, you know, off on another planet or we're going to forget details or something like that. If the, if the other two of you don't pick up something I've forgotten, the listeners sure will. Yes. So if you have any uh, corrections for us or any questions, you can find us on our Facebook page or uh, you can contact us. Game on podcast at gmail.com. And also, one thing that we're doing now is if there are any sort of open-ended questions that we don't answer during the podcast, we will put them in a separate extras post for each episode on gameonpodcast.com. All right. Dot com. Dot com. <clears throat> we owe somebody money for that now. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> Stop There's this two singing. notes. <laughs> Those are famous <laughs> notes. Sometimes that happens. All right. So... The time that I tend to play mobile games the most, there's two. When I'm on my uh, commute to work, which is over an hour because mm-hmm. we live in the Los Angeles area. Right. Or when I'm waiting for somebody, like for a date. Mm-hmm. And so in the, in the honor of dates and, uh, and Valentine's Day, we're going to do a small feature where we talk about our opinion. Who are the hottest guys in video games? And not the creators. Because... We're talking about characters. Yeah. I date a video game creator, though. Well, and I have to give a little... I have to say it's not the top five hottest, but my top five crushes. Well, and we can also... Okay, so we said five, but if we have six, you know, that's that's okay. We're like nine. <laughs> nine. I want all of them. I know. There was, there was a big list, but... 
I, I, could, I narrowed it down. Well, go ahead. You start. Well, now it's time for us to break down our listicles. So, <laughs> listicles. My number my, are your five. Listicles, listicles hanging low. My listicles are hanging <laughs> all the way out. <clears throat> my number five gaming crush is Garrus from Mass Effect. Now, this is going to sound a little weird. Like, why would you want to have this? Is he an alien? Alien oh, he is creature. An alien. Oh. As your gaming crush. But the first, my first playthrough through the Mass Effect, Mass Effect series, I played as Fem Shep, which is the female Shepard. Mm. Commander Shepard is, is your main character of the Mass Effect series. And you get to choose whether it's a male or female. Mm. And then depending on that choice, depends on who your romantic interest could be. So my first playthrough, my romantic partner was Garrus. Who is just the coolest bro ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's an alien bro? He's an alien bro. He's a He starts off kind of boring in the first game, but every single character in Mass Effect that's kind of boring from the first game gets so awesome in Mass Effect 2 that he. I just... I was so excited to like have this relationship with him. And there's another character in the game, Morden Solis, who's another alien scientist. And he's not a roman he's not available as a romantic interest, but poor scientist. Poor scientist. And I should mention that he does have a moment where he sings Gilbert and Sullivan in the game. So for any uh, musical theater queens out there, yeah. you have a little bit of that in Mass Effect. Ugh, nice. But <laughs> if you're pursuing a relationship with Garrus <laughs> and you talk to Morden enough. He will make a comment about how um, you need to be careful about swallowing because there oh. might be some chemicals in the spooch that, like, don't agree with you. Oh, <laughs> he has come will make you throw up. Is that what he's saying? Or will it burn basically, a hole in your stomach like He's basically alien. just giving you a little warning. Wow. But he's like, oh, so I see you and Gareth are hooking up. Wow. Yeah. And this is all the way back in the first game? This is in Mass Effect 2. Um, oh, you, you okay. don't you don't have the option to have a relationship with him in the first game, but in the second oh, I see. game you can, and then in the third game you can continue a relationship, but you can't start it if you didn't start it in Mass Effect Two. So this is one of those things where you have to like start it in the previous game oh. to have it carry on. That is awesome. Okay, yep. so who's your second? My number four. Oh, oh, that's right. I'm five going backwards. Is, oh, okay. Five, four, three, two, one. My number four okay. is the King of All Cosmos from Katamari Damacy. The Katamari series, actually. So, this is another sort of weird cosmic alien creature. Oh my that, goodness. But for all the size queens out there, he has the biggest bulge in all of video <laughs> games. <laughs> He's basically like a drunk fuck who goes on this bender and destroys all of the stars and planets in the universe. <laughs> which then starts off your quest in Katamari Damacy to roll up everything in these sticky balls to like replace the stars and planets of the universe. Oh, this sounds like a... Is this a non-violent game? It's a non-violent game. It's very Japanese. It's very weird. It's very fun. Between all the levels, you play as the prince, who is I'm assuming is the king of all cosmos's son, but they never really explicitly say that. But you're like this little tiny creature that's probably like the size of this little seven up can. Oh, so like two inches <clears throat> tall. Right. So <clears throat> when you start the game, you're kind of like rolling things up on like little tables and in your room, and then by the end of the game, you're like rolling up entire islands. And rolling them up like sushi. No, you have a, a sticky ball that you you roll, and as as you get big, you collect things that like sticks to your ball, like paper clips and nails and it's like a big boards. And, and then as you get bigger and bigger, you start picking up you know tables and furniture, and then houses and all this the way. This is getting up to out like, of control. Yeah, 
it gets very out of control. Okay. So you like his dad though, because but he's his got dad a big has number. got the big, biggest, giantest package in all of gaming, and I will post pictures of it. Thank you. On I really gameonpodcast.com. Okay, just yeah. so everyone can understand. So the choice right in the middle is yes. <laughs> so choice number three. I know sort of the popular choice from the Uncharted series is Nathan Drake, but I'm going to go with from Uncharted three. The flashback episodes, Sully. <laughs> so his oh, companion. Is it his younger years? Sully is the younger years, and I'm always into the daddies anyway, but Sully <laughs> in his in the flashback episode is t- giving us complete Remington Steel mm. Magnum P.I. hotness with his mustache <laughs> and his open shirt with the chest hair hanging out. All it's right. glorious. Mustache oh, rides. Gosh. My number two choice is from Final Fantasy VII, Sid Highwind, who <laughs> is basically, he's sort of the Dragoon class of the role-playing game. Dragoon? Dragoon, which means he has a lance, he has like, his limit breaks let you do jump powers where you Oh, so it's a, it's a classification in the game? He has a spear, yeah, it's like, oh, your, okay. it's like the fighting class. Okay. He's a pilot, he's totally white trash, he smokes a cigarette, he lights up a cigarette after every battle. He's uh, blonde. He's just he's just a hot daddy. But then going back and kind of researching for this episode, and he's only thirty two. Oh wow! <laughs> so I was he's like, acting oh. like that, and he's thirty two. Exactly. When wow. I was you know seventeen playing the game, I was like, wow, he's so old. He's such a hot daddy. Right. And then now it's like, oh, he's younger he's, than me. Right. Well, that's what happens with these characters. Yes. You get older than they do eventually. And your number one My choice. number one crush from the Assassin's Creed series, Ezio Auditore. Ah, uh, Ezio. And fortunately with the That's Assassin's the Creed... name. Yeah. <laughs> fortunately through the Assassin's Creed series we get to see him from young Ezio as, you know, a late teen all the way through 60s in Assassin's Creed Revelations. And I prefer a little salt and pepper in my Ezio, but any version is pretty awesome. And he's Definitely the hottest crush. He did end up aging when they played in Constantinople in, yes. in uh, what was that, AC Brotherhood? Uh, Revelations. Revelations, mm-hmm. when he was in Constantinople. <clears throat> he, yeah, I would have to say that there was a manly, older manly power behind him. Yep. Yeah. Who cares that he kills hundreds of people? <laughs> Murder. Murder <laughs> doesn't count in games. But assassinating is sexy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. true. Because there's a purpose behind it. They got in the way of something. There's more skill in it. <laughs> All right, Stephen H. Garcia. All right, should I start at my number nine or number seven? No, number nine. <laughs> Five or six, that's it. Okay, we're going to skip. So my six is uh, Kratos from God of War. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy that's bald. He's the main character, right? He's pretty much like not wearing anything except for yeah. 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 Little boy. There's a guy that dresses up like that at conventions. He dressed up like that yes. at BenCon. Yeah. He's pretty oh, Dan, fucking hot. Dan Love. He was oh, do you know this guy? Yeah. It's yeah. Cool. He was part of the Silly Frags podcast, which was another gaming pod, gay gaming podcast, which they haven't put out an episode for a long time, so... Well, We're we hoping are. to fill that void. Let's fill that void. We'll fill it so hard. Fill it hard and big and full. Well, there's Kratos. Okay. He's, <laughs> obviously, he's like crazy hot. Yeah. But he was really overly manly, so mm-hmm. it was sexy, but I was like, not that sexy. Yeah, but, and you don't really want to like get too busy with Kratos yeah, because he's covered in the scared. ashes of his dead wife yeah. and child. And he's just yeah, scary in general. Like, if you look at him wrong, he might kill you. Yeah. Right. So you so, can't lick his body all over because then you'll get his wife in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> like you're very ashy. <laughs> He's also probably the most virile of like the video game characters. There are lots of like sex mini games in that series. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What do you mean sex mini games? Where like, you actually get to press somebody? square to like 
to bone. now press circle. Yeah. Now pr- move the stick around and around, and the girls are like going, shut up. Like, you'll see the girls, and you'll look at, like, two or three, he'll walk to them, and then the camera pants off, okay. like a statue oh of, like, God. an angel peeing, and but then, like, the, the right. water splats. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And then by then, it's like, by the gods. <laughs> Say that one more time. By the gods. <laughs> it's awesome. So that's that. Okay, next. Um, so my five is Aquaman. From Injustice, mm, yeah, and Aquaman from the new animated movie, the just the Throne of Atlantis. Oh yes, the way he's animated, he is sexy as fuck. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Okay, so my four is uh, Chris Redfield from Resident Evil yeah. Five, Six, and wherever they're at now. So not the not the original because he wasn't as hot the, enough. The Twink Years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he went to Africa, he got sexy. <laughs> He had to buff like, up to like, fight against Ebola. Yeah. It's like, oh, hell no, I gotta get ready for this shit. <laughs> so my number three is uh, Nightwing uh-huh. from Arkham City and Injustice, if you get the new 52 skin. Where it's all skin tight, oh. big ass. Booty. Yeah. It's, yeah. Dick yeah. is known for ass. Yeah, yeah, Dick is known for ass. Like the <laughs> nicest ass in the industry. He has the best ass in DC Comics <laughs> ever. Of all time. Of all time. Uh, my number two, uh, back to Resident Evil, is uh, Leon S. Kennedy. Hmm. Leon or Leo? He? Leon. Leon? Yeah. Okay. He was in part two, then he was in part four, then he was in part six. Oh, <laughs> so he it's like Star Trek. He's yeah. in all the good ones. He's like in bad ones. <laughs> I don't think he has really good ones. Hit, well, in Resident Evil. Yeah. In Star Trek, the good ones are the odd ones. The movies, I mean. Oh, okay. One, three, and... Don't so you know he, that old joke? So did he and Chris Redfield ever make out? They had episodes together, but Ooh. it was very like, there's something going on there. <laughs> oh, you like, know what? I'm sorry, I said that wrong. I'm going to get massacred. People think that the Star Trek odd ones are the good ones. So it's like... Two, four, right. <laughs> Can we uh, edit that? Wait, no, because the first one was V'ger, which was so boring. Well, right. So, so the, the second one... ones are the good ones. Yes. Yeah. But I see now I got confused because I happen to love the first Star Trek. It's very Star Trekky to oh, me. Yeah. Okay, but we have to talk about number four because isn't that the, the whale one? Yes. Why is that one of the good ones? Because it was funny. People, <laughs> I it guess. did really well. Leonard Nimoy directed it. We have to save the whales. <laughs> and now we're off topic. Let's go back. Okay. So my number one, which is kind of a tie, but they're twins. So it's okay. Oh, it's oh boy. From DMC, Devil May Cry, Dante, mm-hmm. and Virgil. Ooh. So Dante is the dark-haired one. Yeah. But his hair goes, by the end of the game, his hair's white. Oh. Like, so... the more powerful he gets, the whiter his hair gets. So it's kind of like, you find out why his hair's white. Uh, who's the dark-haired So are they allies or enemies? Uh, they're In the game, this one, they're allies. Have they been enemies in the other games? Uh, the... Before the reboot, uh, Virgil was an enemy, and he was like the best villain. Like you could, mm-hmm. you had to fight against him. And then at some point, they released a special edition where you play the story through Virgil's point of view, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And they're actually doing the same thing with a uh, Devil May Cry Four. They're redoing it, but they're adding Virgil back into it. Nice. All right, so it's I'm a little sad that I got to go last because I'm actually repeating both of you no well that's okay I sort of fall that, in the middle of our spectrum that just means that we'll uh, have more taste. pictures to put up on our 
GameOnPodcast.com. Right. So I'm I'm going to start with um, I had six choices I couldn't pick, but I really was attracted sexually to I'll admit it <laughs> to Vass from Far Cry Three on the, okay. the guy on the cover. Yeah, just looked like a mess like yeah. rough trade and he's crazy and you know the crazies are always good they're in bed. great in bed. <laughs> the crazier they are the hotter the fuck <laughs> i could say that do we have to put explicit on these podcasts it's already on oh we're already explicit it's fine so number five is lee from the walking dead yeah i would agree Aww. yeah he was a nice guy definitely crush worthy yes i found him nice and attractive no yeah. shirtless He's like husband material. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Totally. Um, My fourth pick was nobody else picked him. We talked about him, but Nathan Drake. Yeah. From uh, from Mm -hmm. the Uncharted series, he's hot. Totally hot. Well, now he's got it with the new game coming out. Supposedly this year, he's got a little bit of a facelift. He looks a little bit different, but still pretty damn hot. Uh, We'll see. His little chest hair. Yeah. Yeah. So my third pick is also Ezio from Assassin's Creed. Oh, yes. Oh, man. I like looking at him. He was my number nine. (laughs) Oh. Oh. But who's the... the, What the character that that is his... um, In the the present. Oh, Desmond. Desmond. Yes. Desmond, I think... To me, Desmond is a little bit hotter. Because I... He's not covered up by so much clothing. So he's just, <laughs> he's just as limber. Yeah. He's just as limber and is running around and crawling on mm-hmm. buildings and things. You can see his ass better. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my second choice is also from Devil May Cry. The Dante. The, you, you told me uh, in another podcast that you could take his shirt off. In There's several. There's actually, I went back and played it like yesterday. Uh-huh. And there's not a shirtless one. But if you played the game... PlayStation All-Stars, Dante's a character, and there's a shirtless one oh, with Dante in that one. Boy, that's hot. So that's like the PlayStation version of Smash Brothers. Mm. <laughs> and my number one pick for the hottest guy is Dick. Dick Grayson. Aww. Again, I just gotta come back to that ass. He looks great in Arkham City. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on the and in his comic book, in any... Pl- I and mean, look, he's a gymnast. Yeah, you know. Are you excited about the TV show that they're they're getting ready to make? Oh yeah, Teen Titans. Sure, I, he's got a good ass. I know. We I need to see think, who's going to be first. I think they're saying that like he was one of the guys from the show The Vampire Diaries. Oh really? Wait, which one? The one that plays Jeremy. Oh really? Um, Stephen McQueen. Yeah, but he's been getting all kinds of buff. Who's actually the real Steve McQueen's? Oh grandson. really? Well, I hope he does lips. And... He's very buff. Yeah, yeah he's, he's no. He's got to do a lot of squats to get that ass ready to oh, I'm live sure up he to does. Dick Grayson. Because I was a very religious Vampire Diaries watcher for every season up until now. I just got too many shows and I kind of fell off the DVR. And season yeah. like seven or whatever it is now. He started off pretty skinny, but he in the past few years he became a hunter. Vampire Hunter. And he has gotten ripped. All right. So if it is him, I suppose it's okay. He's kind of, you know, bland as an actor, but he's pretty hot. We want him to be be pretty more than bland. This (laughs) is a CW thing, after all. This is going to be on TNT, I think. Yeah. TNT? Yep. Oh, God. All right. So now comes our regular feature What Made Us Level Up? (laughs) Bing! (laughs) And so, Stephen, we're going to start with you. What made you level up? Um, Okay. Well, this well yesterday I actually started a new Facebook group called Friday Night Nudes. So it's a bunch of Ooh. different artists that draw nudie drawings of like 
comic book characters and whatnots, but we're going to do like a, a theme every week. Mm. So this week we the first one is X Men. So I did my I did sexy Nightcrawler with two penises. With two penises. <laughs> I, just, I just drew one because it was weird to draw that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. Um, and then my friend Jeremy he drew Angel, mm-hmm. and my other friend Sean he did uh, Beast like cum shot. <gasps> Which Ooh, like, furry beast or like beast before he got blue? For furry, furry blue beast. And Whoa. Like, Dick was like blue, purple. Oh. <laughs> Do you think that he'd get all that jizz all over his fur and like right. it would get matted? Probably. <laughs> oh. He'd be so mad in the morning. Um, but that think... was kind of surprising because like I posted like that page like pretty late last night. And um, Sean did the jarring like within like a few hours, and I was like, "Holy crap, that was fast!" <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta speed yeah. up, get your game going. So, like Jeremy and I did ours like like the week before, and we're like, "It'd be cool to get like a whole group of artists." And so I was like, "Oh, I'll put the page together." So now we have the page together. We're gonna do a new theme next Friday and see how that goes. Maybe a Teen Titans dick theme. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd love to see some Friday Night Dick. <laughs> so it's called Friday Night Nudes. Friday Night Nudes, awesome. and artist challenge. And Adam, what made you level up? IRL in real life. Oh. What made me level up was my boyfriend moved into my apartment this week. Yay! First time I've ever lived with somebody I've dated, which is a very big step, but it's been a lot of fun so far. We're still living in a bunch of boxes, but that's cool. That's fun. But in my like sort of entertainment pop culture, what made me level up is the show on from Comedy Central, Broad City. Broad City follows two girls who are both Jewesses, as they call themselves. <laughs> um, Abby and Alana. And the episode I watched last night had me in hysterics. It was all about pegging, which if you don't know what pegging is, it's when a girl puts a strap on on and fucks her boyfriend up the ass. Ooh! <laughs> so Abby has a guy that lives across the street, or uh, not across the street, across the hall. Mm-hmm. Her, her neighbor, they live in Brooklyn. And they finally like go on a date and as they're like, you know, finally getting hot and heavy and she's like, oh, let's switch, meaning let's switch positions. And he's like, okay. And he breaks out his strap on. And so there's the whole drama of the episode is like whether she's going to peg him or not. And so then she ends up like doing it and then like melts his dildo in the dishwasher and has to get a new one. It's hysterical. That sounds oh great. My God. And you all must watch. Broad City on Comedy Broad Central. Broad City on Comedy Can Central. Can you catch up on that on Hulu? I don't know, but probably. I'll find that out. Well, or one of our listeners will tell us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> tell us that we're wrong. That, You're wrong! That reminds me, like, I used to work at the Crypt uh-huh. down the street, and uh, it's like... The Crypt is a... Adult toy store. In Long Beach, <laughs> and, but they also have one in San Diego, yeah, right? There's a couple. There's San Diego, Denver, and blah, 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 the Crypt. Okay. Um, uh, but... Would have a couple girls that come in like, yeah, I need a strap on for my boyfriend. <laughs> Holy and shit! And then like the boyfriend would just be off in the corner like <gasps> pretending, like, and then, like the boyfriend picks his own dildo. Like he'll he'll do it like on a sly, like that one, and then he'll like run off to like somewhere else. Does he? Do they pick small ones? Uh, some of them pick like decent size, normal ones. And some of them are either like they're like oh that's really small or. Wow, that's like a fist. Right. <laughs> so did the bottom, was there like a resident bottom in the store that was like, no, 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 no. You need this one. Right. <laughs> you cannot possibly take this I think this like fist. pretty much in our store, everyone was pretty versatile. Like, <laughs> we could do it all if we need to. Right. Uh, but like, it would be like, they're going to need this lube and this like numbing cream. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> but it was fun. So that uh, every time I had like one of those situations, I was like, I'll like finish sort of bringing them up and then they leave. I'm like, 
<laughs> He's gonna get fucked by her. Were <laughs> the time. guys hot? Yeah. Mm, like boy. I'd be like, oh, so you're mm. thinking about. Mm. Oh my god, and that reminds me. Okay, so one of the guest stars of the episode of Broad City, which hopefully our queer listeners will appreciate, is Bob Balaban, who plays oh, yeah. who plays um, Ilana's dad. Oh, and they're they're there visiting for their grandmother's shit up. And Bob Balaban is an actor who is in a lot of the, um, the Christopher Guest the Christopher films. Guest movies. Yes. Yeah, and one of the themes of the episode is whether his wife is going to end up pegging him as well. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Oh, so pegging. there's no edge li- ed- age limit on pegging. <laughs> I guess as long as you're asking, handle it. If there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Don't you lose elasticity after a while? Well, I guess. What made me level up this week is that I finally got around to watching this Netflix series called The Peaky Blinders. And it oh, stars yeah. it stars Cillian Murphy mm-hmm. and uh, Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! Who plays an older British cop? And it's sort of like the early days of you know the IRA is just getting started, but they're not IRA members. The Peaky Blinders are just plain old Irish thugs. And part of what makes the show so great is the the female roles. So while the men were off fighting um, World War One. They have a relative that goes by the name of Aunt Paul, mm-hmm. P-O-L, so it's, I think it's short for Polly, mm-hmm. who took over the business for them. And she is just as fucking tough as they are, and she is what makes the show, to me, makes it a great show. And uh, the first season is only six episodes. Is it a Netflix original? They, they, it's a next Netflix exclusive oh, because see. there's already a second season that's up there, which oh. I was quite excited about. So I haven't started the second season awesome. yet, but Cillian Murphy, who you may remember as being the scarecrow mm-hmm. from, um, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies, all three of them, mm-hmm. uh, he's just such a fantastic actor and, um, and they, hot. what? And, and hot. hot. <laughs> and they also, for the music, they use, um, modern music. Most of it by but Nick. But it takes place in like World War One era. After so. right after World War One. Okay. And um, a lot of it, the, like the theme, is one of the songs by Nick Cave. Oh, cool. And it sort of gives it this steampunk kind of feel. You know, you don't feel like it's a stodgy historical mm-hmm. show. It the music makes it feel in some ways like it's a little more modern. You know, awesome. A little more exciting. And so that's what made me level up. Are you excited about the Netflix uh, Daredevil show? Yeah. Oh, yes. That looks awesome. <laughs> and I'm not even, you know, I'm not a guy that's really into hair necessarily, but I saw somebody posted recently about why did they make the actor shave his chest? The actor that plays Daredevil has appeared topless in other productions, and he's got a hairy chest, and I would have to say that I would agree. Why do all of our superheroes need to have clean chests i am behind that 1000 percent. it's probably because of their outfits like it might be hard to get their outfits like, that's I know true later God. on like he has this black outfit but they said that by the end of the like season one he's gonna get his like full-on red daredevil outfit with the horns yeah awesome well even i'm actually more excited for the second series following which is the aka jessica jones <gasps> oh yeah david tennant Yes, this yes, purple man. Yes, I was like, oh my yes. god! <laughs> right, perfect casting. So, if you I'm would lo- like to contribute to this conversation or any <laughs> others, 
That is the, uh, that's all that we've got to talk about today. Right. It was great spending this time with you and we'll catch you on the next podcast of Game On. Yes, please let us know what you think. We'd love to hear who your top five gaming crushes are and anything else you have to offer about the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And find us and like us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, Game On! Game On! (laughs)